Before you jump in today's episode, I wanted to let you know that the Healthy Christian Woman Bootcamp is back on April 17th. You don't want to miss this life-changing five-day event. To learn more and to grab your ticket, go to healthyformypurpose.com. That's healthyformypurpose.com. Do you believe that God wants you healthy? Then join me, Cersei Blue and Gigi Carter, on the Healthy For My Purpose podcast, where we help you realize the relationship between your health and your purpose. We share how eating like Daniel can revolutionize your life. Through discussions and interviews, we challenge you to discover the powerful connection between plant-based nutrition, your body, and your faith. It's time. Welcome to another podcast of Healthy For My Purpose. I am so excited about this episode. Gigi and I have a candid conversation about an excerpt from a sermon given by Pastor Stephen Furyk. So before we get into how Stephen Furyk got this one wrong, I want to say that we love and adore Pastor Furyk's ministry. We have been following him for years, so don't come for us. But we felt compelled to use his perspective to confront a common misconception in the body of Christ when it comes to being healthy. We felt that even though this may be a hot topic in the church, facing it head on and having real conversations like this one can foster a new way of thinking about health in the church. In this clip that you're about to hear, Pastor Furek makes a one-way contrast between someone who eats clean but has crappy thinking. In this episode, Gigi and I set the record straight by discussing the fact that the church also needs to stop eating crap. So without further ado, let's jump right in. As a matter of fact, please do not email me about this. I barely even open email, so it would be pointless. I heard one person one time who, who talked about how they eat clean, eat clean, eat clean, eat clean, and all of that. And granted, I have my own certain way that I eat, and I am very, very picky, and I am very, very, I guess, disciplined in my own way. But the only thing is, I get to eat unlimited bacon on the eating lifestyle that I have chosen, that God has given me, and he foreordained through Dr. Atkins. Now, don't email me. I'm not going to read it. But the person that was eating clean, they didn't eat this, they didn't eat that. We went to the thing, they had bean sprouts, and, and all, all that's, 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 that's what I remember is they were just eating. But what I remember is they were, they were saying all this stuff. They were like, because if you eat this, you get killed with that. And then if you eat fish, then you have mercury poisoning. And then if you don't eat fish, every, you, you, so, so I sat there and I thought, huh, this is funny. Because it was, it was, it was an example to me of. You are so careful about what you will put in your body. And it's great. It's great. Study it all. I know. I know. You, you, you know science. That's great. But it wasn't coming from just a place of wisdom. It was all fear-based. And I read this study, and I saw this, and I Googled this disease, and I YouTube that disease, and all this stuff. And, 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 and I thought, it's funny because… You eat clean, but you think crap. This is what I thought. I didn't say this. You, you eat clean, but you think crap. 
so you live long, but you hate life. You are protecting the shed, but you're not maintaining the equipment. You're managing your profile, your image, your appearance, this physical body. It's going to break. Take care of it. But the real vessel has nothing to do with anything that can be counted in calories or carbohydrates. That's why Paul says, let go of the boat and keep up your courage. You're going to eat bacon? You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, you're going to have unlimited bacon, not even just like, okay, I'm having a piece of bacon. You're talking about unlimited bacon. You're just doing the exact same thing on the opposite. So you're going to live short, but powerfully. Like, how does that make sense? Why not have both? Why not live long and live? It's not one or the other. And he right. picks it. You have to be. Um, you have to be eating clean, knowing the knowledge, and then at the at the expense of knowing the scripture and being spoon to God. No, I think the call is to do both. Mm -hmm. The call is to do both. And and so to me, if you're eating, you're on the flip side of that guy because he's eating the bacon, but yet he's only nourishing his spirit. You can't eat unlimited bacon as a child of God, even if you're not somebody who is obsessed with articles from the Google, just the mere science of these processed foods calling, causing colon cancer and just being a carcinogen like cigarettes. Yep. You wouldn't smoke up in the pulpit and say, I can have unlimited cigarettes. So you shouldn't do the same thing with bacon. Right. I mean, that's right. And the other flaw with his argument mm -hmm. is that he assumes that if you eat healthy, if you eat bean sprouts, for example, mm -hmm. that, that you have no joy in your life. Like mm -hmm. that you are um, a miserable person and you're not mm -hmm. happy. And that is like based on complete ignorance because if you, first of all, I have been there and done that. Mm -hmm. I spent the first 40 years of my life eating mm -hmm. crappy foods that he says that he eats in abundance. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I know what that feels like in mm -hmm. my body. And I know what that does. And it, and it is validated by the science. My experience lines up with what the studies show. Yeah. And, and so for him to assume, and mm -hmm. I'm sitting here with this big salad with all yeah. this fresh cabbage that I am, I prayed to God that I have on my plate that I'm eating, that I'm absolutely enjoying, that's nourishing my body. Mm -hmm. That he is, he's just assuming that if you eat, you know, sprouts, that you're just a miserable person. And, and that's where I think people, you know, have it wrong because they say that out of not having a data point to actually mm -hmm. support that claim, meaning. Mm -hmm. If they spent the last almost 11 years as I have eating this way, mm -hmm. right, yeah. then they can compare how they yeah. feel eating yeah. this way versus how they used to feel eating the other way. Yeah. And, and the fact that, you know, your taste buds can change if like, for example, you are not a vegetable eater. Mm. You know, you can become a vegetable eater and enjoy it. It may not taste good initially because yeah. your palate is hijacked on these other yeah. foods. 
foods. But if you know that you want to be healthy and you don't want to be a burden on your family and you don't want to be spending all your days and nights and weekends and whatnot in hospitals, doctor's visits and taking medications and then medications for the side effects of the other medications and wrapped up in a system designed to make money off of you being sick. Yeah. Yeah. There's and no I, joy in that. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I think too, and, and, and again, I guess, you know, and, and guys, we're just going to put full out there. We love Stephen Furrick. You know, he preaches the word. He comes with the doctor and that is not, we're not dogging him in of itself, but I think we're, we're honing into that particular sound bite that he said in the sermon, because we feel it's the misconception that's crossed the body of Christ. Yes. And what he said we're not trying to say, oh, he's all bad. He doesn't preach. No, that's not what we're saying. But we're coming against that phrase that he had because it's a common misconception that runs through the body of Christ that allows us to, on one hand, eat garbage into our temple and how we we compromise and how we are okay with that. This is what we tell ourselves. We tell ourselves that A, I'm not going to be somebody living in fear that I have to not eat this because I'm going to get this. Then I'm not embodying the spirit of the Lord. And I, and I don't know if that guy was actually living in fear or was he projecting that him being passionate about, hey, you know what? I read this article and this causes this and that causes that. That could have just been him being excited about the information that he's actually eating to benefit his body. It may not even have been that this guy is up at night you know, fearful, he may be saying, you know what, I'm just walking in knowledge and I'm empowering myself with what I'm going to eat. It doesn't mean he's necessarily in fear. And I think a lot of times people misconcept, concept, people use a misconception in this area in the church, because if you start coming with this, they're like, well, you have no faith. Well, you're not believing God. You're just, you're just obsessed with trying to to, to manipulate and not stand on this mind. What you need to do is just get cancer and then pray to, pray to God. Like to me, it, it's, it's too, it's one extreme to the other. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, I just feel like if somebody is passionate about health coming with arguments saying, Hey, this is going to harm me and all this, he made a, a, a comment about living to a hundred living long without any joy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that that's just ridiculous because and 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 you're right. It's you know you know Stephen Furyk says a lot of great things. I agree with a lot of what he says. Mm-hmm. I appreciate what he does, mm-hmm. um, but he's got this completely wrong. He's yeah. way off base on this, mm-hmm. and I know he doesn't check his emails and all that. He doesn't want to hear. <laughs> we're not going to send him one. Don't yeah, worry. we won't send him one. Not to worry. You know, we won't send you one. But you've got this all wrong, buddy. Yeah, and you know, it's doing a disservice because when you look at the data, when you look mm-hmm. at the stats. Mm-hmm there's a disproportionately higher number of people in the Christian, you know, believers who Mm -hmm. have these chronic diseases, you know, Duke university did a study and it's greater than the the population, you know, the average in the United States. So we have believers whose lives are being cut short um, who can't do the ministry that maybe God wants to call them to do because they're tied up in dialysis from chronic kidney disease brought on by uncontrolled diabetes brought on by eating too much bacon. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's sad because 
you know, think about, you know, the people that could have been helped by that person, by that mm-hmm. believer um, yeah. that didn't get helped because yeah. they didn't have the energy. They didn't have the ability. And see, here's the thing, you know, you know, Stephen Furyk is probably in his early forties mm-hmm. and he hasn't reached that age yet where mm-hmm. chronic disease becomes a fact of life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm over 50 and, you know, I know from my, from the people around me that these diseases and, and the data supports it, that these diseases really start to manifest depending on, you know, um, you know, how lucky you are, um, either in your early to mid forties and yeah. some people actually get hit with them in their thirties. And so, you know, I mean, think about that. If, if we are, if we could, if we could live to be 120, right? Mm -hmm. 120, Mm -hmm. let's say we could. Yeah. And we're getting colon cancer at 40 years old Mm. at 40. What about those 80 years? What about those 80 that you could, and and be a giver to the the kingdom of God, the kingdom I mean, your, your income has basically been cut off. Mm -hmm. And so you are no longer giving to the body of Christ financially, Mm -hmm. um, as well as in ministry. Mm -hmm. And so we just wanted to get on here and just, Mm -hmm. we had to speak out about this. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be Oh, go ahead, Cersei. No, I was going to say, because it's, it's, you know, the reason why we're we're talking about the Stephen Farrick is because it's a teaching tool. Mm-hmm. It's a way to take this and 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 say, okay, well, what can we learn from this? How could we um, break this down so that we could disseminate another alternative way of looking at this? You know, he mentions Atkins, but tell us about what happened to Atkins. What yeah, happened? I yeah. mean, Doctor Atkins died early. He died with heart disease, and so when you sit here and talk about Doctor Atkins writes my diet, you know. <laughs> Well, that's not really a good data point now, is it? You know, you should look at, you should look at the blue zones, which are, you know, the areas around the globe where Mm -hmm. people live the longest, but it's not that they're living sick, they're living healthy, they're vibrant, they're contributing, you know, to the community. You've got the Adventists in Loma Linda, you know, and that's a good comparison because we're here in the United States, but you've got Mm -hmm. others around the world. And what do they eat? They eat plants. They eat plants. They eat those bean sprouts. That's right. Right. And and you should be getting your diet plan from them. Like, you know, and and this brings us back guys to being a Daniel in our own time. That's right. Daniel refused the king's diet, right? And so what I'm hearing from this, what I'm interpreting from this sermon, if I was listening to it is, it's okay to eat the king's diet. It's okay to eat a diet that is going to harm my body, but give me pleasure as long as I'm edifying my spirit. And I believe when the Bible says that I wish that your, um, your body, you would, you would prosper physically, even as your soul prospers. I think that's God's best. I don't think we should be putting Christians in a position where you either choose to be happy and sick or healthy and sad. 
That is a crazy choice system. I believe that the, the true be God's best is to be healthy and happy, healthy and joyful, healthy and bountiful in all of the spiritual fruits of the Lord. Like that should be what we should be aiming for. We should never pit one of the other. And I feel like when I listened to that, it was pitting someone who was trying to, even if the person had their issues, you should have at least they should have at least been, you know, because unless you were saying that this person had the worst character, which I don't think that's what he was saying. He was just saying that he was too overzealous on this mm -hmm. as if to say one cancels out the other, which I don't think it does. I think you could be zealous for health, right. Zealous right. For health at the same time. Right. Right. And, you know, I think the other thing too, is that, and I, I wasn't there. I didn't hear what the other yeah. person said, but mm -hmm. I know from experience when I finally made the change, mm -hmm. when I was 41 years old and I stopped eating the King's diet, which we call the standard American diet, mm -hmm. heavy in animal products and, you know, processed foods and all of that. Mm -hmm. When I stopped eating the King's diet and I started feeling amazing and my cholesterol quickly went into the healthy range, I lost the weight. I... Mm -hmm. Um, gained all this energy and started bike racing at 42 and all of that, that I did. I wanted to tell everyone because I wanted so bad for people yeah. to feel as good as I felt. Yeah. Still feel today, which is why yeah. we do what we do. And, and so if, you, if that is overzealous, then so be it, but it don't yeah. mistake it as not being joyful because yeah. the quality of my life today, oh, at, and I'm over 50, is much better than it was when I was in my 30s. Yeah. I can yeah. do things today, you know, at my age, postmenopausal, you know, I have yeah. to bring that up, Cersei. Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> postmenopausal yeah. that yeah. I was not able to do in my 30s. That's and it. so there is, there to say, to assume that someone who eats like a, who eats rabbit food. Yes. And I'm proud of it that, you know, I, that, that I have no joy <laughs> is so wrong. I'm over. Yeah. Am I overzealous perhaps, but yeah. it's because I do want, I want other believers to have the energy I have to feel as good as I feel to not be burdened by chronic health issues and um, to be able to live out their life to the fullest for, for God. Yeah. And I'm going to read this because I'm so tired. And I think one of the things he did when he talked about the rabbit food, the bean, he was probably talking about the kale, the bean sprouts, all of the greeneries that the guy was probably eating. In Genesis 1, 29, it says, I have provided all kinds of fruits and grain for you to eat. I have given the green plants as food for everything else that breeds, including animals, both wild and tame and burns. And so it was. Mm. Listen, people of God, we have to stop demonizing God's food and glorifying, as far as I'm concerned, Satan's food, because right. if you want to compare the two, bacon, processed food that causes disease, that causes colon cancer, that is considered on the same level of cigarettes as a carcinogen, that to me is the devil's food, because what is it doing? It is going to cut our lives. It's going to make us sick. 
And you are demonizing what Genesis 1.29 just outlined, that I made these bean sprouts. I made these kales. I made all of the green food that you are demonizing. I made that from the foundation of the earth. That's what Adam and Eve was eating, you know? And so I think that we need to stop demonizing healthy food. And it's, and I, and it's something we do intuitively. I used to do it too, because you almost felt like it was a dread. Now I got to eat healthy. I've been there. So I get it, but that's because I didn't have the revelation and I didn't have the experience. Mm. But once I had the revelation and the experience, and I realized that one, I was going to lower my blood pressure. Two, I was losing weight. Three, I was hearing the voice of God more clearer mm. because spiritually, Amen. Amen. spiritually, you are elevated when mm. your plate is fueling the body. Because let's face it, what wasn't mentioned in um, that soundbite was that what you eat trickles into your spiritual and emotional health. So if I'm, if the food that I'm eating is affecting my mental health and my spiritual clarity, then we've crossed the line now where now this is a spiritual issue now, Mm -hmm. because now it's crossed over because you're, let's face it. If everything stayed in its lane, I think Steve Burke would have had a better point. If if you ate what you ate, but it didn't come into your emotional being, it didn't come into your spiritual being, but the fact is it does. Mm-hmm. These foods are shown to bring higher causes of depression. It, 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 um, you know, Gigi, you could talk a little bit more about this, but it actually affects your microbiome, which studies are showing now is, is another mental health aspect. Mm-hmm. It causes later on, maybe Alzheimer's, other things that affect our clarity in our mind that we need to worship the Lord and to have sound, a sound mind. So this thing is real. This thing is, is not a plaything, And I think when we degrade everything down to, oh, you just being, you're just, you're just too much. You're just eating all these things and you're lacking joy and all this. When I'd rather live a short life on fire for God than a long life um, eating bean sprouts, which I don't know if bean sprouts rob you from the joy of the Lord. But last time I checked, it doesn't. (laughs) You show me the disclaimer, bean sprouts rob you from the glory of, no, it doesn't. And I think using food as a weapon, because that's a weapon, because Mm -hmm. now it makes me think if I'm sitting there as a Christian, it's going to make me think, well, I don't need all that. I'm good. All Mm -hmm. I got to do is worship the Lord and I can eat what I want to eat. And I'm not going to get caught up in these people's healthy eating thing, not realizing that, um, this is not a, this is, this is, shouldn't be a fad for Christians. This is, shouldn't be a, 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 some type of dietary fad, but it should be a way of life that we should right. want to eat Genesis one twenty nine as the, as our main food. Right. If anything else, even if, you know, you're saying to yourself, you know what, I'm not going to be 100%, you know, even though we advocate, just go all in, even if not your main meals Every day should be Genesis one twenty nine because that's what is going to fuel your body. All this bacon, cakes, sugar pies, steaks, <laughs> this, all of that stuff does it edifies our flesh. Yeah, we'll talk about that, but it doesn't edify our body, and right. that's where we have it mixed up. It feels good going down, but it's wrecking havoc on our body. And what we're doing is we're so stuck on the feel good that we don't even want to try to address 
the damage that it's actually doing to our bodies. That's right. And I think too, when, you know, when, when you do start hearing about it, this is probably what irritated him is my guess. Cause I've had yeah. conversations yeah. like this yeah. with people like that. And mm-hmm. It it's they they know kind of in a at a soul level that it's mm-hmm. not really helping them, but they like it and they don't want to give it up. So it's mm-hmm. a defense mechanism to say, oh, you're just living in fear. And right. it, it's my guess is if he were talking to someone like me, yeah. I don't live in fear over stuff yeah. like that. In fact, yeah. my fear level, you know, since I started eating this way around my health has gone yeah. down significantly That's you know? true, yeah. because every year I go into the doctor and yeah. he's like, yep, your numbers look good again. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. It's like I'm, yeah. I'm boring him, you know? Yeah. And, and I go in for, you know, a routine visit. Are you on any medications? No. And they're yeah. like, you're not at your age. You're not on medication. No. And I'm, and they're just shocked by it. Yeah. And so, you know, it could have been just he was reacting in fear and a defense yeah. mechanism yeah. to try to deflect it back to the other person because you can't, you know, you, it, it you just can't, you can't ignore the facts and the yeah. science. And you yeah. also can't ignore when you actually experience um, yeah. and, and really give it an effort in, in how your body responds to it. And, because- and we got to give him some credit there. He did kind of say, the science. He mentioned, he alluded to this idea of there's yeah. this science yeah. piece that if it was the science, he can get with it. But let's put it out there. The science is out there. Right. So right. If you are really true to the science, and you could say, you know what? I don't want to deal with this fanatic guy here. Yeah. That is, he's taking this too far. He's obsessed with all these documents. But hey, if you're a truth seeker, you'd be like, but let me see the science for myself. I'm not going to live in fear like him but I want to see the science. Right. And that's where we realize that it's probably a deflection because you're not asking to see the science so that you can lay down the bacon. You're just saying, well, let's just throw everything over. Just so throw the baby out with the bathwater. He's living in fear. So all of this is hogwash. No, that's right. You know, and I and think, I, and yeah, I just want to point out the science piece. There's a really great quote in a book that we both read, you know, yeah. by they're Caroline Leaf. And she said, and this really hit me and resonated mm-hmm. with me. She said, science is a way God shows us that we are a part of him. Yeah. And when we follow his laws, yeah. we reap the benefits. Yeah. And I think, and, and I think, and I think what he said about the science, I think is probably where we can see the good in it, because I think what people really need to see is the science. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, there was a sense that I felt like he didn't, he, he alluded to it. But I think this is what we need to give the body of Christ is we need to say, listen, here is the science. Right. It aligns with God's word, but here is the science. Let's put it on the table so that we could now in good conscience. Now it's like cigarettes. There's no pastor out there. That's going to say, I'm good with my cigarettes. Yeah. And I'm going to smoke them unlimitedly. We're not going to do it. Why? Because the science right. has confirmed that this kills you. That is, it's, it's a drug. It's not a good thing. We haven't gotten there yet with food, mm-hmm. but there is science that is the equivalent to cigarettes. And you know what? Ironically, with what Stephen is talking about, is bacon. Right. Bacon is actually the one thing, and the fact that he used it. I feel like it's a powerful move of God to, for a teaching lesson, because the fact that he used bacon, 
He didn't use anything else. Bacon right. is the one thing that every single Christian should get out of their diet. If you right. get nothing else out, if you get no other meat out, bacon should be the first. Right. And you can talk about those studies and colon cancer. Yeah. yeah. You can give them a little bit about that. But, but that's the irony of this comment that he picked the very one thing that should be gone. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I've got to actually have a study right here in front Mm -hmm. of me from the American Cancer Society that colon cancer is the second most common cause of cancer death in the United States. It's actually the leading cause of cancer death for, um, for men under the age of 50. Wow. The leading cause of cancer. Now that's scary. That's scary. Yeah. You want to talk about living in fear? That yeah. will put you into fear. Yeah. You're, you're, and what's the cause? And what's, what are some of the reasons that you were, you were talking about the processed meat and all that? I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, so the processed meat, yeah. So processed meat has been classified as a class one carcinogen by the World mm-hmm. Health Organization. And this was back in 2015. So this is not like new news, mm-hmm. um, but it hasn't, to your point, Cersei, really um, the message hasn't gotten out there to other places because we still yeah. eat those processed foods. So we're talking bacon, sausage, um, mm-hmm. hot dogs, um, mm-hmm. cured meats, you know, salami, pepperoni, that kind of yeah. stuff mm-hmm. and and canned meat, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so when you're eating Damn. those and a lot of it and it, quote unquote, as much as you want, according to Dr. Adkins, you yeah. know, you're just you're creating a breeding ground. Um, of risk for your body Um, because what you're not doing when you're, when you're eating that way is you're not getting enough fiber from whole plant foods. You're allowing your body to um, enjoy the nutrients and the phytochemicals, the bioactive compounds that really reduce that inflammation in our body, um, lower that oxidative stress. And instead we're, we're feeding our bodies with, you know, basically mutagenic, you know, cancer causing compounds, you know, when you're, when you're taking that bacon and you're throwing it on a a barbecued hamburger or something Mm -hmm. and smothering it with cheese. I mean, those are all things that, that do contribute to disease And, um, and so it's, it's so strong in the science. It's so, Mm -hmm. and I mean, it's just, it's not even, nobody's arguing it at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It's just a known thing. It's a known thing. It hasn't made it to the pulpit. It hasn't made it to the pulpit. No. And this is what Gigi and I are passionate about is that we want to get this news to the pulpit. And so this is why we are analyzing this, this soundbite from Stephen Furyk, not to like, you know, criticize him or anything like that, but just to use that message as a teaching tool so that we could realize that the pulpit needs this message and so that they can reflect that to their congregation. Because if that's what you're saying as a leader, how is that going to disseminate to, 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 the, to the body of, of the believers that you're headship over? What would happen if our pastors would be preaching from the pulpit to put the bacon down? What change would that be in the health of the body of Christ? Because now people are going to be held accountable. They're going to see their leaders. And so it's a trickling, it's a trickling effect. And so, yeah. 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 So, 
Anyway, we wanted to jump on here. We feel passionate. You know, when you go to um, our website and you look at our content, you know, we do believe that God has a purpose for Mm -hmm. each and every one of you listening or watching and that he needs you healthy. He needs you to be healthy because he wants to be able to call you at any time, at any age Mm -hmm. and to do whatever he needs done. And so our job, we feel like we are kind of like, you know, in this army of soldiers for God. And we're kind of like, you know, the whip you in the shape kind of, you know, (laughs) it's so true. And here's the good news, guys, because we want to talk about the good news. The good news is healthy food can taste good. Healthy, good food is enjoyable. Healthy food is rewarding. Mm -hmm. Healthy food is delicious. That's what is not being said um, and it's demonized. But guys, we're here to tell you that it's not the truth. Healthy food can be the most amazing food that you'll ever eat. I know that when I started eating this way, I thought, man, you know, because you don't realize that when you're your old way of eating, you pretty much eat the same five, six, seven things over and over. You don't even realize, you know, mm-hmm. I'm having chicken rice, broccoli, broccoli, rice, but, you know, like it's just the same thing. And when you enter into the plant kingdom, Genesis 129, you are open to so much food, so mm-hmm. much diversity, so many options, so much creativity because of the fact that you're, you're leveling up and how you're cooking and it is an amazing experience. So I want to just end on this note that don't believe the lie. Healthy food can be amazing, enjoyable. And here's the other flip part about it. It will make you feel just as good as it tastes, if not better. And let's face it, at the end of the day, there's no food that tastes as good as healthy feels. And that's what we need to be as Christians focusing on, not on our flesh, but the reward of what the food is designed to do. And that's part of the discipline, you know? Yeah, you might have some, these sprouts might be in there if you choose it to be, you know? Right, <laughs> but right. it, 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 it's not that you are destined to a life of horrible food. And, and to be honest, even if that was the case, we are called to edify our bodies and deny ourselves for the greater good. That would have been our commission anyway, but thank God he made food tasting good. Yes. <laughs> but I would, just, I just want to even be, yeah, you know, go on the extreme on the opposite that even if it didn't taste good, it's still our mission to eat the foods that are meant for our body, but thank God it does taste good. And so, yes. yeah. So we just wanted to put that out there guys. Yep. yep. Um, we are, we are Cersei and Gigi and we are, yeah. you're, we are the wellness coaches for <laughs> current and future believers. Yes. So yes. that's what we're here for. That's what we do. <laughs> yes, guys. And we are here to help you refuse the King diet and yep. to elevate your life and, and to do both to live a long life to, you know, by God's grace, because at the end of the day, it's all by God's grace. We're not saying it's a guarantee of anything, but you have a better chance of living a long life and you can also live a joyful life as well. You don't have to choose. You can do both. And that is God's best. Thank you for joining us on the Healthy For My Purpose podcast. We hope you enjoyed the community and are walking away empowered and encouraged to live your healthiest life for your God-ordained purpose. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram to enjoy fellowship with like-minded women. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this on iTunes. Until we meet again, 
keep honoring your body for your purpose.